Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day. Hello and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Uh, today is September 9th. The time is about uh, 11.30 a.m. Ready Newman PC has been conducting Zoom and conference calls from 2011 to right now. It's almost 10 years. So for those people who are in the conference first time and who have never asked, please show your face. Please let Leo know so that we will give promotion to the newcomers. You go. Sumant Manda. Hey, Rao, sir. Um, this is Sumant here. Um, I have a question um, related to my parents um, who came here last year on a visiting visa. Um, we applied for an extension and uh, we got a biometric appointment. But mm-hmm. the problem was that the appointment uh, we got was uh, three days after the appointment date. So the letter, which came late, right? So we responded back. There was an option to reschedule in the same uh, receipt. So uh, we sent it back. Uh, uh, we, we never got any response, but this week uh, we got a letter from them um, denying the, the, uh, the request. And, uh, and I have a question about that. Like, does that mean that their visa is rejected or the application for extension was rejected? The oh, reason I'm asking this is they overstayed by three months. They're supposed to leave by September, but they overstayed till December. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. When is their I-94 expiring? Uh, September uh, end. Okay, so you applied for the extension. When was the extension applied? Until? Uh, for Until February. So when did they left? They left in December. Okay, now you got the denial of the biometrics. What did you get the denial? Uh, I got a denial from for I-539 application extension for change nominee status. Uh, okay, I got it. I got it. So it's not the biometrics that they got denied. When, you know, when, when you, you, you're not supposed to reschedule like that. So you should have just walked them and see if they would take an appointment though. Yeah. Due to COVID so, reasons, uh, we were hearing too many things that they are not allowing walk-ins. Yeah. You should try at least. Yeah. I heard um, that. Now the question is, um, since it's got denied after they left the country though, um, they were in a period of authorized stay until, until the denial came in. 
Correct. So that means that the visa stamping is not invalid. So the visa stamping is still good. However, make sure that they don't come into the country at least for more than one year. Okay. Okay. And then when they come, you provide them the documentation. Be prepared that they may be stopped in the airport for a long period of time there. I see. I see what you mean. Okay. Okay. So the the the, the only proof I have is the receipt from FedEx where I've sent them the the uh, the, the letter back saying like reschedule because it had an option, right? Uh, Just keep and- keep evidence. Keep ev- the 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 only thing is it's denied after they left. That's the only thing that you need to be very uh, very careful about. That's all. The rest are not that important. Next yeah. person, please. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yuga? Uh, hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes. Hey, so uh, my 485 is approved, uh, but my wife's 485 is not. And uh, she's currently working on uh, uh, H4EAD. So what are our options? You have to wait. You, she has to stop working because she's not, H4 is no longer valid. You just have to contact the congressman or ombudsman to see what's going on in your file. Next person, please contact the ombudsman. Ombudsman USCIS. That is the best way to do it. Okay. So if she get paid, I mean, she 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 worked for a few days after my approval. It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about that. But don't okay. continue it. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Next person. So, uh, so Rahul sir. Uh, I have an approved I-140. Priority date is July of 2015, 2014. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, I have a new offer from uh, a customer who is uh, willing to file my GC processing next year. Uh, so if the date gets current in the meantime, uh, will I lose my priority date? Or will I send back no, you won't. Queue? You won't lose the priority date. You won't lose the priority date. But I'm not sure it's worth for you to move though. For a company that is going to file after one year, then it's going to take two years for you to get the labor and all those things approved. I'm not sure if I'm going to move to that company though. Okay, sure, okay. thank you. Next person, please. Rahul. Hi, Rahul ji. Uh, actually, I have a scenario where my wife, uh, H4EAD renewal is uh, still haven't received, but uh, her 485 EAD has been uh, received. And uh, my priority date is right now, 2012 EB3, mm-hmm. uh, April. Mm-hmm. So, and we already submitted our RFE received uh, mm-hmm. all the medicals. So mm-hmm. we still haven't far received anything. This is Texas mm-hmm. Service Center. So mm-hmm. her EAD, currently EAD is expiring next week. Mm-hmm. Will she, if she uses her 485 EAD, will I be sticking to my EB3 I-140? No, you can change to EB2. Even if you get married to the adjustment of status, mm-hmm. you can still move to EB2. Not a problem. Not a problem. If so, you move can... to a different company, then it's you can't. Okay. And can she come back to H, uh, uh, I mean, H4EAD once she received it, like by going out of the country or what is it? Like, is it... Why? Why are you guys so loud with the H4? I don't understand it. No, no, not because, because the, because, um, the EB3 dates are like kind of very, I mean, I'm worried. Well, about I said that, yeah, you're fine. You don't need, you don't need, yeah. to, you, you're not married to EB, you're not married to the EB, uh, you're not married to the EB3. EB you can still move to EB3. Oh, yeah, I can still back, move back to EB2 anytime. Two, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even my wife uses that. 
Oh yeah, even you use your wife use, you can still move to EB2. If you leave the company, that's a problem. Got you, okay, fair. Thank you, that's all I have. Moses? Hi, Rahul, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, actually, uh, currently I'm in Canada, but when I was in US, I was in NLB and uh, I applied H1B with a different employer. It's been approved now. So like uh, now, can I try stamping in Canada or do I need to wait for a consulate to open in India? What's your suggestion? Did you, did you say you already have a stamping previously? Uh, no, it's just case is just approved. The change of status case is approved. It's approved till 2023 March. So now I'm looking like whether can I try for stamping in Canada or do I need to wait for the consulate to open in India? Um, what are you doing in Canada? Yeah, I'm working for a uh, one of the employer. Is it a H-1B or what do you have visa there? Green card or yeah, here it's like a work permit. It's yeah, like you can you can apply for the visa in Canada. You don't have to wait for India though. Okay. But my employer is suggesting saying like there is a chance of denial in Canada. My question is like if they denied it in Canada, do I need to contact the USCIS? I have to apply the... There position? is always a chance of denial. Can I say yes. if you go on the road, there is not going to be an accident for you? Can I guarantee that? Oh, true. Uh, daily 6,000 people are dying because of uh, accidents. I'm still really? going. So, so you should apply for Canada. Don't wait for India though. I would not wait for India. Okay. One last question, Rahul. If it get denied in Canada, right? What is the next step? Do I need to apply again? The What's the reason for denial? We need to look into the reason for denial. Okay. If the, just the country is the reason? The, like, no, uh, country won't that... be the reason. Country won't be the reason. Okay. You are a resident there right now. You're residing in Canada. So yeah. you're not even a third country national. Okay. Got it. And if it is a third country national, they will reject it. They will not allow you to come in. But once you go in, they won't reject because of the country. Next person, please. Okay. Thank you. Money? Sir, quick question, sir. Actually, EB2 reacted into May 31st, 2011. Now, listen to each other. Is it okay? Telugu or English? I can't hear you properly, though. Oh. Sir, my receive date, uh, prior to date, uh, to the, um, 31st May 2011 only. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I applied uh, 31st, 31st October last year. So, it, mm -hmm. it was very late. Thing is, uh, EB3 downgrade one party approved. Mm -hmm. EAD is not available. 485 AMA update called biometrics. Mm -hmm. So, I have an extension H1 extension for 3 months. So, my lawyer is not available the driving license in Texas. So, no premium H1 extension So, premium file. No, 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 not a good idea. Not a good idea. So, just to stay in the EB3 line? Yeah, not a good idea to file a 485. I would just go with premium processing. Premium processing. So, uh, so is the, because uh, everything is approving based on received date, sir. Nadi Chala, even the priority date, Pastunagani, received date. That's Chala okay. Passed. I have had people who filed in November that got their green card approved too. Next person, please. Okay. Thank you, sir. Sandra? In Texas. Hi. Um, yeah. Uh, hi, sir. Uh, actually, I have a scenario. Uh, 
pre like uh, three months back my uh, firm was approved and mm-hmm. uh, like uh, with my previous employer and then i moved to a new employer where uh, my green card green card has to be filed from the scratch but by but my previous employer hasn't filed the i140 now he has filed the i140 because he doesn't know that i have moved to a new employer uh, so if he files the i140 my uh, you know Uh, it it gets approved uh, in a premium processing within uh, a week or two weeks and then my husband can apply for ead so can i is it like i'm on h1b so is it possible that i can work work for both employers the previous one as well as a current employer because my, right now uh, i'm with there current employer two employed, different like, things my, you're mixing there are two different things you're mixing up first thing is even though you left the company they can apply for i140 you can get the i140 approval once the i140 is approved it should not be withdrawn for a period of 180 days if it's been withdrawn within 180 days you will lose the privilege of carrying the date and your husband getting the h4 ead right okay? uh, that's number uh, the, one yeah so my point here is uh, as my previous employer doesn't know that i have moved to a new employer so he's still assuming that i'll be working for him he, how do you mean what do you mean he doesn't know that you left the company uh, because <laughs> yeah because uh, after after i moved to a new employer uh, i came to india and i'm staying here for uh, for two months and now i'll be traveling back to the usa like in next next week so he's in an assumption that uh, i've come here for a break for two months and again you know i'm coming back to the usa uh, i'm work- and working for him okay if you want to work for two companies though one company i mean i just the- want Uh, sorry to interrupt i just want want that i140 to get approved so that you know my husband can start working on ead well that requires that that the company need to file an i140 they can file it if you are working with them even if you are not working with them they can file it though technically they can the second right. thing is that so <laughs> so so now if you want to work for both the companies though you can but you need to have the second company file a h1b differently though they have to file it as concurrently filed h1b okay because uh, my previous employers i uh, h1b was valid is valid till next year 2022. even if it's and valid for the next year when you come into the country they'll ask you which company you're going to come for if you're going to say for company b they won't you can't work for company a company a has to file a concurrently filed h1b for you to work for that company or you can transfer to company a okay because if i say that i've moved to a new organization then you know uh, without any second thought he'll just deny my uh, uh, green card like per, uh, perm approval and all well you may want to consider going back to the old company to get your i140 approved now if you want your husband to be employed faster okay next sure. person please thank you we in tell you call abagavale buagale pick one can't get both raj go ahead Hi, Mr. Rao. Thank you for helping all of us and taking sure. the time to help us. Um, my situation is this: that my husband is the primary uh, on the green card, and he has applied. Priority date is um, 2014, November 2014. I am on a TN visa, and which will be expire on November 26. So when I went wait, to my wait, impro- wait, wait, your husband. Priority date is 2014. Did yes. you? Did, is it EB2 or EB3? Um, it was EB2, but we applied for adjustment of status under EB3 last year, November. 
November oh, twenty. So, so even you applied to? Yes, yes, both of us and applied. You, you have filed for the EAD extension, is it right? You have to file. You have for you have a yes. You have filed for EAD, of course. Yes, um, we filed okay, for everything. Okay. So, and now in November, your TN visa is expiring. Yes, my TN is going to expire on November twenty six. So I don't have an EAD for from the green card yet. And um, there is no answer from the Nebraska Service Center. So I went back to my company for the TN renewal or they came to me for the TN renewal. One of their suggestion was that they could put me on a Canadian payroll so I won't lose my position or there's no break in working. But I don't know if it's legal or would it be possible? Is it okay for my green card if I go on my Canadian social insurance number and work still from the USA and keep working for the same company? The best approach that we do normally is just file a TN extension disclosing that you file the 485. Okay. If okay. And 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 and, and just file an extension. Don't do the premium processing. Okay. And you can continue working on the extension, and you'll get an EAD from the adjustment of status EAD, and then you can withdraw the four. You can withdraw the TN extension. I could do that. So it doesn't need to be approved. So it just has to be applied. Right. That's a trick. So what are they are suggesting? Is it illegal? Uh, no, it's it? not legal because you cannot be working. Um, you cannot be working after your TN expires. Even if they put you on the payroll of Canada, you cannot work. What I am telling you is you can work. I know your TN will be, most probably will be denied. We know that. But yes. let it be. I mean, you're filing the non-processing. The Nebraska Service Center takes about eight months to adjudicate it. In the meantime, you'll get an EAD. That's what we do. Okay. Next, okay. Yeah, next person, please. Thank because you. putting on the payroll of Canada is not legal. Next person, please. Kumar. Hello, sir. Uh, yes. Sir, uh, last week, uh, my 480, uh, 485 has been approved. Uh, it was. You shouldn't, uh, shouldn't be here, my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not able to fully enjoy for now because uh, okay. that was sponsored by uh, my previous employer, and I promised that I will come and join after the GC. I will join within three months. So right now, currently, I work for a um, very good company in a good role. So do I really need to join my previous company? Uh, uh, how many promises in your life have you broken? Tell me the truth. Um, I, I don't remember. I could, you, could, you, could I easily say more than 100? Um, not, not come on, don't tell, don't tell lies, okay? <laughs> don't tell lies. I know you, I can read you. We'll break this one too. That's okay, don't worry. But I, I made an agreement. I, I, uh, I mean, written agreement that I will come and work for him. Well, you know, I, I, I don't know if there is any enforcement provision in there, any penalty in there or anything that will describe in that. I'm not a contracts lawyer, though. Mm -hmm. As far as the immigration is concerned, when I look into your face, you seems to be in the way when I spoke about more than 100, you're smiling. That means that you broke 100 promises, <laughs> more than 100 promises. Make it 101. That's okay. Okay. Will I be in, yeah, will I be in you will not be in trouble in, in your green card. You will not be in trouble in getting the citizenship. Okay. Is, is it possible okay. for me to work parallel? I mean, continue my job along with uh, 
giant back my yeah i mean you can work for two w2s at the same time you don't need to file any paperwork my wife works for eight different companies at the same time gets eight eight different w2s you want okay. to do it you can do that okay it need not be always exclusive employment right it can no. be well. okay well see all these employment is for your promise that you don't want to break nothing to do with the green card you already okay. got the green card okay 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 thank you next person please Siddhan. Hi Rahul, this is Siddhan. Just want to quickly check with you. I uh, this is regarding my daughter, and I did not receive any uh, progress on my daughter's four eighty five or one thirty one or seven sixty five. Whereas me and my wife got a EAD. In case we have to travel to India, uh, so did you apply for EAD for your daughter? Yes, and you she's under forty. She's under fourteen. Okay. Did you check with Emma? What's going on with her? I checked with Emma. Emma said that we will come to your file as it comes. Uh, I in fact raised the service request okay. also. Okay. So you are planning to travel to India. How is she going to come back? She has a passport. Is it stamped in the passport? Yes. When is it expiring? uh february 22 uh, are you guys exempt from the travel ban yes you have another kid yes yeah i don't see any problem in her coming back and that's okay if she come back her advance parole no. will be denied at the most she can reapply also oh, her advance parole will be denied okay so i need to restart with that as soon as she comes back you can file an advance parole one more time Okay, and quick second question is that my wife's uh, DL is also expiring uh, because of H four. We got the EAD. Can I use, use a, the EAD for? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Use the EAD. That's fine. That's okay, right? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Rahul. Next person, please. Lakshmi. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, actually, my four eighty five is approved on uh, August twenty fourth, and I didn't receive the GC till now. And even our online status also didn't change from then. So, anything that we can do. Um, um, you you got the seven nine seven that says that your green card is approved. Uh, yeah, the four eighty five approval letter uh, that approval I got it in mail saying welcome to United States. Okay, so you are technically a green card holder from August twenty seventh though. Um, green card sometimes may take up to a month or so for you to get it. Uh -huh. uh, I'm not worried for you at all. Check with Emma if there is anything wrong with the online system though. Okay. Yeah. Emma says that whatever we see in our online request, that is what they were able to see. So uh, mm -hmm. they can't anything beyond that. So anything. Ah, no. If you if you have the you have the priority date current, you have the I one forty approved, you have the medicals done, you have mm -hmm. got the biometrics done, right? So yes. yeah, that is a green card. Um, just wait for a little bit longer time for you to get the green card. If you are more curious, you can keep calling that uh, the regular number and try to reach the second level officer to find out. But I am not worried for you. That your green card is not, uh, you did not get the green card. I'm not worried for you because online system says the otherwise. But you got the seven nine seven for you and your, um, for you and in your family, you got the seven nine seven that says your green card is approved. That's it. I mean, you're good. Yeah, like uh, we, if we wanted to change employer, we need to show them the green card, right? So that is the problem. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, you just. So do yeah. we need to place any ER request or any service? I would. Request? Uh, no, they won't take it. It's just. Too early, ma'am. It's only like any Congress days. home ombudsman request. It's only twenty days. Just hold on for hold on for ten more days, okay? 
hold okay. out for 10 days and after card. once i get the green card like uh, is it mandatory that we need to be with our employer for 6 months no absolutely not remember what i was speaking with the other guy uh-huh. you don't need to so day 1 we can go back to any company day 1 you already passed day 1 today is day 15 right now yeah okay, okay. thank you mm-hmm. next question please ahit patel yes hi rahul sir um i have a situation where both of my parents are green card holders Uh, mm-hmm. my father had filed green card petition for my mentally disabled brother in october 2017 um how under old FP- is, how old is your brother a uh, uh, 34 years old under f2 okay. f2b category okay and uh, so my father just last month he passed away in india um and uh, we, we we are in a situation where we don't have anyone to look after my brother in india did you said that your mother filed for your brother no, no my, fa- my, fa- my father my father filed both mm-hmm. my parents are green card holders but my my father had filed for him on in october 2017 mm-hmm. so the reason i'm reaching out is to inquire um, what op- options we we have uh, uh, at this point to keep the petition and not lose the priority priority date and or bring uh, him here soon as possible i would recommend to contact this lawyer um yeah. i will give you the lawyer's website okay please yeah there is a provision that allows them to do it but i can't remember how to function at this point of time there is a provision that allows though uh one second Uh, yeah i i would recommend to contact this particular lawyer though okay she will guide you in getting the things done uh, but is yeah, there the is Suni- Suni- sunita kapoor right sunita kapoor yeah spelled okay. as t a not t h a sunita kapoor.com okay. okay okay all right thank you next next person please arvind yeah yes arvind good Good. Yeah. So I have given my first time H1B interview on July 26 at Mumbai consulate. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I was issued the uh, 221G yellow uh, form asking me to submit the petition documents like uh, employer uh, agreements and uh, I-129 uh, LCA, uh, itinerary of services and client letter. Everything they asked me to email over the uh, they asked me to send the documents over the email actually. they have given mm-hmm. me the email address and they have given my uh, passport back mm-hmm. uh, so and i have sent the documents in the first week of august so um, whatever the documents that they have requested um, though uh, my client doesn't issue client letter they asked me to send a client letter but i have sent the vendor letter actually so that was mm-hmm. the only document i couldn't send uh, as per them requested mm-hmm. so now it's been like uh, more than uh, 30 days <coughs> uh mm-hmm. so my what are my options actually uh, is other there any than, other than just dropping an email there is not much you can do though okay so that is one thing i one question i have and the second question is uh, is there any i mean if they are not responding maybe in after uh, 15 20 days also can i uh, book another slot and attend an interview no. Uh, no no you cannot 
okay with the 221g while 221g yeah. so no, only the only option that i have is uh, to send them an email actually yeah uh, unless unless the only option is uh, you applied for h1 are you eligible for h4 i am not eligible for h4 but my wife okay. uh, i've recently married so my i have to apply uh, the visa for my wife also so can i apply for my wife visa while my 22 while my visa yeah, is pending and you can you can try you can do that okay because uh, so if uh, that is what actually so the only option that i have is, is only wait because my client is also expecting me to come so i know anyway. i know i know uh, did you apply in nie how did oh, you're not exempt did you uh, did you apply in nie no i did not apply in nie but my 221g is not at all related to the nie it's only the petition documents that's all when did you file the when did you apply for the visa though uh, july 26th of 2021 ट्रेवल no i there were a couple others with me they did not give any ni but their visa is approved along with ni without without yes. giving any along with the ni is right no they did not i they got approval along with ni but they did not give any ni letters uh, so it just yeah, i don't know what they said there what they said what they sent an email though uh, if you don't request for ni they will give an automatic denial they don't give the visas to the entire sezgun countries and also india to right now so i'm surprised wow how they even entertained you but they probably are inquiring right now you have nothing else to do other than waiting you don't have much options yeah, but can i send a uh, uh, follow up email feel that you can. any problem you can you can you can send a follow up that's the only thing you can do right now okay next person please sandeep hello here uh, hall yes. thanks for the time for getting this question so my uh, priority date is uh, february 2013 with eb2 with my old employer i moved to the new employer uh, uh, i've reached the perm state uh, it's got approved now they have started to file my 485 concurrent with downgrade to eb3 um mm. so my question is should uh, should we go for uh, premium processing go for i want right away go for it go for it okay but my attorney said i am not eligible till 45 days before uh, uh, filing right now only after 45 days i can upgrade to premium is that uh, uh, no not not it's not a true statement what he made um one thing is some of the lawyers are a little bit more defensive mm-hmm. in filing the premium processing though they are a little bit more defensive on that it he could be playing a defensive role of filing the application and then converting it to premium processing later on i'm fine with that too yeah it's okay. not a big deal because you're not going to lose that much so the only thing is that sometimes when you file a regular filing as compared to premium processing the premium processing has two different addresses let me give you this one sec yeah premium processing gets you to two different addresses but regular processing only goes to uh one address though that's the only advantage that you get okay. and and the regular processing only goes to <laughs> regular processing only goes to louisville texas people are scared oh, of that okay. 
Okay, got it. And one follow-up question. Uh, again, for the medical forms, right? Should we uh, hold off for that? For that if no, we or no, no, you do include the medicals. Medicals. Your, your, okay. your, your final action date is current. You include your medicals. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Have a good day. Next person, please. Rina. I'll go to the next two callers, guys. After uh, after this caller, then I will uh, log off. Um, and the next conference call will be tomorrow, three thirty. Go ahead. Rina. Um, you need to un unmute yourself, Rina. Yeah, I have my EB3 uh, priority date as December 2013, but I'm no longer employed with uh, the uh, organization which filed my permit and 140. And mm -hmm. I, because my H4 EAD is still under renewal, I couldn't join back and neither file my 485s, 485 for me or my husband. So right now, um, should I, I, I just was researching and I came to know that we can file the 485 without, without an employment offer right now. But when it's ready for adjudication, I, I mean, once my H4 is there, I can so always join back. First question, your question right now is, without working for the company, can you file a 485 application? Is that your question? Yes. Absolutely, you can. Okay. Where does it say that you have to work at that point of time? No, it doesn't say. Uh, okay. So I've been waiting for no reason. All right. Is your company cooperative in you filing the 485? No, unless we are employed, they won't uh, support the 485G. That's, that's their rule. I mean, that's their internal rule. I mean, uh, but it's not a law. That's their internal rule. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, but technically, they can file 485 without you working at this point of time. And uh, can I work, say, if I file my 485 on my own self and um, then if I get not wait, wait, wait. You cannot file by your own without going through the company. Oh, okay, so I have to stay with that same company and get. I, I mean, I, whatever rules they fix, you have to follow. My wife doesn't allow meat to be taken to the home, doesn't allow eggs. Somehow I convinced her to get to the onions and, 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 and garlic to the home, okay? Otherwise, she wouldn't even allow that to her home. Now, the question is if I want to stay home, those are our rules. Just like your company, whatever rules they fix it, that's their rule. I mean, meat is legal in the United States, we know, but it's not in my home. So I don't know, whatever the company makes a rule, you have to follow. So if I apply 485 on my own with using an attorney, um, after six months, after six months, no, I cannot even do that. You cannot, you cannot. You can only hire your own lawyer if your company allows you to do so. And the company documents and signs a document saying that they are filing 485J supplement with you. You cannot by yourself file a 485. That will be considered as a fraudulent filing 485. All right. Okay. okay so, all right. I, because I have other offers, so I thought maybe they can. I can use their 485J to supplement it. No, you can only go back to the old company to file the 485. You cannot go to any other company. Perfect. Thank you, sir. That helps. You need to follow us a little bit regularly on the YouTube map. Next person, please. Bhanu. Hello, Rahul. Uh, thank you for taking the time. So I have a simple question. So um, I have, one, um, one second, uh, Banu, before you go. Gayatri, I'm not getting the messages in, in this. So anybody who's passing the messages, I'm not getting it. When you pass a message, guys, pass to everybody, guys, so that I can go through the messages and answer them after Banu and another gentleman, uh, another person. Go ahead, Banu. Sorry. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, so currently I work 
full time for one company uh, and uh, they are processing my green card the labor is in process i'm hoping to get the labor approved sometime in january then we have to do 140 and 485 uh, my priority date is march 2012 so hoping it would stay current and we should be able to approve an eb3 but mm -hmm. i am also working a part time for another company uh, doing consulting on the side that's fine i know i'm clear it's fine it's okay i have a project one be with them payroll and everything it's good but mm -hmm. when it comes when the time comes i have to apply 140 and 485 with the company i work with full time do i have to disclose these h1b approvals and, uh, yes. and this stuff? So i have yes. to disclose to the lawyer and the and the company itself um i have um at the i140 level technically you don't need to Okay. At the 485 level, though, there are some tricky tricks that you can do. Uh, you can file a 485 and then contact another lawyer to supplement the 485. Okay. You you see what I'm telling you? Okay. Uh, we have done that some tricks on that. So in that way, you're truthful to the USCIS, but at the same time, you're not disclosing it to the lawyer. that's one thing the second thing is that check to see if you can hire your own lawyer for 485 that's another thing that you oh, can just do. just not go with the company lawyer and say, right you can file an i140 in premium processing in the meantime have another lawyer prepare the 485 application for you if they would allow it yeah if the company is okay with that if they yeah but if they don't allow it though and you are in a desperate situation where if they know that you're consulting with some other company they're going to fire you that's the whole thing right so yeah right then then um this other trick now i don't know whether it's legal or not but i would as soon as i get the receipt notice i would file the interfiling to put on the record with the uscis saying that hey buddy i'm also working for this other company okay interfiling after the receipt notice of right, 485 right. receipt notice of right 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 i'll note that down thank you sir thank yeah. you so much next and last person and i'm going to go to the questions you guys are posting guys post it to everybody guys soundri hey rahul uh, so yes, my first h1 was approved in uh, 2017 so my 60 6 years ends by 2023 i recently applied for extension in premium uh, but i got extension till 2024 uh, so i got like one year and two months extra uh so i'll be traveling to india in october so i was thinking if that will be an issue for stamping or something else no ma'am only request until 2023 then okay and okay mm -hmm. so i need not ask uscis to correct it or something uh, should i request uh, no 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 don't request them to correct they won't correct it ma'am you can you can raise a service request to correct it if you want it, they won't do it but i'm not expecting any problem for you in stamping because of that reason there are all other reason i am expecting you to trouble but not for that reason okay and uh, one more question like my perm i got my perm recently so if i get stuck in india due to 221g will my perm uh, can they still apply my i140 or uh, they can't that is up to them whether or not they can apply though so if they want to they can if they don't want to they don't have to Okay, thank you. If you're going right now there and you don't have a children, ma'am, you're going to get stuck there. I don't know why people are going there. I don't understand it. And 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 if people are getting married, the guy is here, the girl is here, and they're going there and getting stuck. I I just don't understand that. But anyway, uh, well, it's business for us. 
Um, I'll go through the questions that are raised here, guys. Um, promise breaker. Oh, yeah, I remember the promise breaker. Uh, will the employer be in trouble? Absolutely not. He will not be in trouble. You break the promise. He didn't break the promise. Why would he be in trouble? You will not be in trouble. He will not be in trouble. Uh, is it advisable uh, to file? If you have, uh, was is this question, is it advisable not to file premium processing if you have a teenage kid? I'm, I'm assuming that he's speaking about I-140. No, it's not advisable to file premium processing. The only time you file the premium processing is when the final action date becomes current and you're filing the 485 application, then you can convert into premium. You should convert into. If the final action date is not current, or if you're just filing a, uh, uh, a labor and I-140 right now, if you have a teenage kid, you do not file premium processing. Can, um, can the B1, B2 visa holder marry H1B holder in America? Absolutely, they can. If they do, and within the I-94 limit, they can file for the H4 within the United States. And while the H4 is pending, they can stay in the United States. Uh, it is technically advisable for these people not to get married within 90 days after they enter because that always creates some problem. You may want to consult a lawyer on that, but definitely not a problem if they marry and uh, after 90 days. Um, Srinath asked this question, when do we need to file a 485J supplement after joining an employer? It's not mandatory that you have to file a 485J before joining. You can do it after though. I normally advise within two to three weeks is what I advise people. But I have I seen people who have filed later on not getting in trouble. Yes, um, there have been people who filed after three months, four months, six months, they were not in trouble. I typically advise two weeks, but it's not mandatory. Um, my spouse filed for it. I being derivatively received EAD, but not my spouse. What are our options? I mean, no, you can you can use the EAD. Why not? Um, yeah, uh, your wife, uh, your spouse may not have, may not use the EAD. Does not have any EAD, uh, but you can use the EAD. Absolutely, no no problem with it. Um, oh, good question. AVS uh, was. Uh, which table is a visa bulletin? Oh, okay. Follow on the F2B. Uh, F2B, typically, though, mostly, it's the filing charts if the person is in United States, though. Typically, not all the time, but 95% of the time, it's the filing. When it comes to the employment-based, it is mostly 80% of the time, it is the final action date, but uh, only 20% of the time, it is the filing dates. Um, Praveen has an old I-140 approval with the wrong priority date. If, uh, if, if, the wrong, if the correct priority date is current, can you file a 485 application? Yes, there is a sheet that we always included. We tell them do not reject in the mail room. We keep the labor certification approval in there or the old I-140 approval in there to make sure that they have the reflection. One thing that I would recommend you is file a freedom of information right now. Don't wait and get the copy of the I-140 petition. This petition and your old I-140 petition, try to get it. It's free, it's online, it takes only 10 minutes for you to get it. And I'm going to give you a link for you. Um, I want you to apply for the I-140. Uh, please try to get that one though. That will be the best thing. And all the people who are in the conference call, if you have an I-140 approval, 
I want you guys to go to the Freedom of Information, get it approved. Uh, sorry, get your copy of the I-140 appro approval. I'm going to go with... Uh, Srinath has this question, uh, filed biometrics, uh, sorry, filed the birth certificate affidavits. Can we do the non-availability certificate right now uh, when we are doing interfiling of the medical You can, but I would avoid it right now. If there is an RFP, I will do it. Otherwise, I will not do it. Uh, I, will not, uh, I will not do it right now. That, because most of them, they just get approved with affidavits. Uh, with regards to the B1, B2, though, uh, the TSU, I would strongly recommend that you consult a lawyer, though. Because if the person's intention is to get married to the H1 and the person is trying to enter on a B1, B2, they will be denied. They'll be detained in the airport for two to three days and send them back to the country. Where can we find the job duties and wage company provided in the green card? Good question. Um, the best thing for it is to get the I-140 petition. I have given a link to the people here. You can go to that and try to get that. Even if you're in a 485, you need to get the I-140 petition that has the labor certification, that has the job duties, that has the salary, that has the associate code, all the details are provided in there. You do not have to contact your employer because your employer may not be providing you. Uh, thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 3.30. Sorry, I couldn't take all the people. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.